All right, it's just uh, it's just me today on the Hurt Handbook. Uh, no Tiz, quick situation popped up with him. It's all good though because I mean, no UFC to talk about this week. Just a little bit of boxing I'm going to cover and then talk a little bit about the channel actually. Uh, so just to start off with the boxing, Javante Tank Davis, nice knockout over Rolando Roly Romero. Uh, it was for the WA, WBA lightweight championship so many titles in boxing i had to get that ready beforehand there's so many like he's literally not even like the full he's like he's the regular wba lightweight champion and then george cambozos jr another great fighter is the wba super lightweight he's the super champion like what does that even mean like is, is that just like this i maybe it's like in the ufc when you have like a normal champ and then you have the interim champ but I don't know. I feel like I've heard interim champion in boxing, but I don't, I don't know. That's all confusing to me. But anyway, he did get a nice win over uh, Rolando Romero. I didn't really have too much faith in Roley coming in. I mean, he sounded he sounded confident, but you could just tell like the guy was almost just showing up for a payday and they're giving him a guy like cuz Tank Davis, you know, he could fight all these other guys like Cambozos, he could fight Haney. Uh, even like Ryan Garcia, I know they've been talking about things like that. But like in boxing, that's the only thing that I don't like about it. Like the best fighters, they only fight each other like once every few years and I can't stand it. But um, this one, it seemed like they were trying to give him a guy who was confident that he could knock him out and who could beat him. And obviously he's, you know, up in the lighter, uh, the lightweight class because Tank is only 5'5". Five five, so like the more he goes up, he's going to be going, uh, he's going to be having like a size disadvantage. But the thing is, he hits so hard for someone his size. Like I said, he's only 5'5". Five five, and let me actually see what the like actual weight is at lightweight in boxing. Because it is like... Let's see. Lightweight boxing. 135 pounds. So that's like a bantamweight in the UFC if, uh, if you're an MMA fan watching. So that's like that's pretty small. And he still packs a punch coming up more and more in these weight classes so i mean i'm definitely intrigued to see what tank does i'm not smart enough in, when it comes to boxing to give him like a legit matchmaking thing i just want to see him fight one of the best i mean that's just i just want to see the best fight the best i mean is that so much to ask i get that these promoters like they want to save their people but come on i mean we're, we'll talk about a fight honestly right now that's just got booked that i'm pretty hyped for canelo versus triple g3 I mean, that's a fight that fans wanted to see. And Canelo coming right back from his loss for his B-ball against Triple G. I mean, I guess his thought process there is that, uh, well, everybody thinks that I'm not as good anymore now that I lost to B-ball, all the casuals at least. And then people already think that he struggled against Triple G, so maybe he just wants to shut up those doubters and beat someone that maybe people don't think he's going to beat. I mean, I remember those two fights. The first fight... I thought Triple G won. I thought the fact that it was a draw was kind of crazy, but it is what it is. I mean, that's boxing. Sometimes you're going to get those crazy little decisions. And uh, in the second fight, I remember Canelo won. I think it was either split or unanimous, but it was a close fight. It's a good fight, too. I thought that one was a great fight. And uh, I mean, Triple G's getting a little older, but I still think he's like good enough to win. This is an interesting fight. Like, Canelo's not taking an easy fight here. I mean, people are probably going to say he is. But, I mean, I guess, what, where else do you want him to go? I mean, he's beaten every... Maybe to fight... He could fight Jamal Charlo or Jamal. Which one is it? 
One of them's the champ, and I think one isn't. I want to say it's Jermall that they want him to fight. No, it's Jermall. Yeah, it's Jermall. That'd be an interesting one. But I don't think he's going to do that yet. I think it's... Well, obviously, he's not because he's going to be fighting Triple G. I'm excited for that. I know Triple G is coming off some wins, I think, so it's not like he's past it. Uh, he's definitely probably not as good as he once was. Probably not as fast. He's getting older. I mean, Triple G is like what? He is... 40, yeah. So he's got, he is a little old. <laughs> Canelo, though, he's been fighting forever. I mean, this is a good fight. The fans, definitely more casual fans want to see it. I'm definitely intrigued considering the history of their fights. And I'm just a big fan of Canelo as it is. I mean, if you couldn't tell by my hair. But, uh, yeah, I think that I think that this should be a really exciting one. And it's going to be in September. So we got all summer to wait. Thankfully, we have a bunch of UFC main events that got announced uh, recently. But, uh That'll get, those will get us through the summer. I mean, we got UFC London. I know that. That's going to be a great one. There's uh, there's the one in Long Island with uh, Yair Rodriguez and Brian Ortega, Calvin Cater and Josh Emmett. And that's just like a few of them. I mean, I know International Fight Week is Adesanya versus Cannoneer. There's just so many great fights coming up this summer. And honestly, like if you're just getting into MMA, this is the time that you want to get into it, honestly, because these are the best fights that the UFC has to offer right now. And obviously, like the other promotions are still going to be active during the summer. I know the PFL has a card coming up. I'm sure Bellator is going to have some stuff coming for us this summer. And it's just a great time to be an MMA fan. There's a lot of great promotions, a lot of good fighters in all those promotions. And uh, with that, I'm just going to get into a quick State of the Union about one of the series on this channel. So I wanted to give you guys a quick little update on the Hurt Sports book. Uh, me and Tiz, we were just, we were looking at it and we saw, we see like the numbers obviously on YouTube and we wanted to definitely find a way to make it like more interesting for you guys because we think it's like an essential series because obviously it's our predictions for the fights, but we're, we think we're going to try and narrow it down a little bit. Hopefully you guys will enjoy that a little more. You guys can give us some feedback. So basically the plan from here on out is, uh, for the fight nights, we're just going to go over the main and the co-main event. And then we're going to give an underdog of the night and a lock of the night. And then just probably a fight other than the two main ones that we're most excited for. And uh, we're going to save like those full sports books where we really go over every single fight. We're probably going to save those for the, uh, the big pay-per-views. And we definitely have a, we have a good one coming up. Because next week is a fight night. Good heavyweight scrap. I think it's uh, Volkov right? versus Rosenstruck. Let's see. There's so much. Like, they've... Yeah. Okay, Volkov versus Rose. Ooh. Dan Ige versus Movsar Evloov, too, in the co-main. And then right after that is a pay-per-view. So, like I said, for the fight nights, we're just going to go over the main and co-main. So, in next week's case, it'll be Volkov versus Rosenstruck and Ige versus Evloov. And uh, after that is the pay-per-view. And then for those ones, we're going to go over them like we basically have been throughout this whole series. We'll just kind of go over every fight, talk about all of them and see who's priced well, what some good bets are, who's priced well for fantasy, uh, just things like that. And ba like basically the pay-per-view ones are going to be as you've always seen them. And then the fight night ones are going to be a little more abbreviated because... I mean, maybe it's just because you guys don't know all the fighters sometimes on the fight nights, so it's harder to get like fully invested. I mean, we'll see if that works. 
But we definitely want to keep that series for you guys because people do hit us up about the predictions. So we definitely want to keep that going for you guys because it's important. I mean, we're an MMA channel, so you definitely want to know what we think about the upcoming fights, I think. So we're going to keep that going. Hopefully you guys enjoy like the new – we're going to revamp it a little bit and – you know, I think that I think that it'll be really good. I think that the sports book has been trending up anyway. So hopefully this adds a little extra hype to it, considering we're going to make it a little bit better for you guys. But uh, with that, I mean, obviously, this is a much shorter her and book. I mean, there's just not that much to talk about. Uh, there was Fury Pro Grappling. There's a bunch of little events on uh, Fight Pass, regional promotions. Sadly, didn't get a chance to watch much of that. But we did get to talk a little bit of boxing, preview the next couple months of the UFC, and we gave a little State of the Union here on the Hurt Sportsbook. So with that, I mean, next week we got, like I said, Volkov versus Rosenstruck. Can't wait to get into that with the next Hurt Sportsbook. Uh, of course, there'll be an episode of Talking Tough next week, and obviously the Hurt Handbook will be this time next week. So... Hope you guys enjoyed this little abbreviated version. Sorry it couldn't be a little longer. There just wasn't that much to talk about in combat sports for once. So uh, see you guys next time.